Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Entrepreneurs Podcast. Today, I'm really excited because this is technically the first one apart from my introdu- introductory podcast. I have my first guest here, which is actually my business partner, Joseph Brecker. He's a foreign exchange trader and entrepreneur at 28 years old. He's managed to mask a multi-million dollar empire. So I'm really excited to be filming um, with him today. And yeah, let's see if we can get some advice um, and a little bit of background into how he's built basically what a lot of people really want. So let's start off, introduce yourself. So really, what do you do and what's your background into entrepreneurship? Right, so basically um, what I do is I'm, I'm a foreign exchange trader. So I trade the foreign exchange markets, which is a lot of people, you know, haven't really heard of the foreign exchange markets as much as they have heard of, say, the crypto market or the stock market, right? Foreign exchange market is currencies. So we're just trading the currencies like the euro against the Australian dollar, you know, that sort of stuff. And um, basically, I was introduced to that at a pretty young age. And I was um, lucky enough where I could excel it to make it a career for myself at a younger age as well, before, you know, before I even hit 30. Um, I'm able to turn it into a career where I can work for myself. And, yeah, um, yeah. So I guess um, so. You are full time with it. Just to let everyone know, you are. Yeah, yeah. you are full time. Yeah, full time. You do. Yeah, it's all I do. It's been full time for yeah for a long time now. Okay. All right. Awesome. So yeah, basically, if you guys didn't understand that, um, it's basically like stock trading and everything like that. And yeah, he's managed to build millions through it. And yeah, that's pretty crazy at 28 years old. So I guess what are the main benefits of your career? Like I, I. I've, I mean, from my experience in traders, there's so much freedom involved, but if anybody's never heard of it, like, how does it work? So you, what do you do? Do you do a couple of hours? Do you do eight-hour days? Like, No, in all honesty, look, um, all right, let's take the education side out, I think, because the running for so on the education, we'll talk about that. It takes up a lot of my time, but when I was just trading by itself and I didn't do anything else, yeah, the freedom, I was probably done in about 20 minutes a day. That means every morning at 7 o'clock, I'll look at the markets. By 20 past 7, I was done and I'll be out doing what I want for the rest of the day. The freedom is crazy for um, the monetary value it gives you in life, right? So to me, there's no other business out there that gives you literally 24 hours of your day. I'm not even joking. 24 hours of your day for big monetary value returns. Yeah, absolutely. And I guess, what's your background? Like, How did you get into the entrepreneurship? How did you get into business as a whole? Because I know... Growing up, from I mean, from us being friends, you didn't really, you weren't really surrounded by business at all. You no. were, yeah, you had a very different childhood to a lot of people. So yeah. tell the people a little bit about that. Right. So basically, um, I grew up as a missionary child. My my family and I, um, my parents travelled a lot for work. I lived over in overseas uh, for a lot in a lot of different countries until I was about ten years old. We officially moved back to Australia. Now, um, I was born in Australia. I was born in Dubbo. Sorry, um, I just apologise in advance. I was born in Dubbo. For those that don't know, it's like a, a little hick town in the middle of nowhere in Australia. Um, and from there we moved to Mongolia. And then after Mongolia, we went to Hong Kong, Kazakhstan, Turkey, and then lots of countries in between where my, my parents really traveled a lot for work. So a lot of my life, childhood, was spent living overseas. And it was, it was cool for because um, it builds up like sort of this um, cultural perspective for me as a child. I wasn't just living in one country and learned one country. It was, I grew up in a lot of different countries. And... And it really made me comfortable interacting with people from that don't speak English. You know, the community, like the well, yeah. um, the language barrier is not as strong. Not that I can speak their language, but I know how to sort of interact a little bit well, more. Yeah, confidence in communication is yeah. a big thing in business. Anyway, yeah. you need to be able to build relationships. So that's Definitely. Thing, and, yeah. and um, yeah, and the way I got into business was, I mean, when I started trading, um, I thought, you know, 
if this is great, you know, I'm, I'm making a lot of money doing this and all this stuff, but eventually it gets boring. How'd you find out about trading? My brother. Um, my brother introduced me. Um, he's been trading longer than I have. And yeah, I, I saw him trading one day and I was like, what's that? And told me what he's doing and um, it sparks my interest straight away. There was nothing that ever sparked my interest. I'm talking about school. I never went to go to university. I didn't go to university. Nothing ever sparked my interest to put time and effort into the education. So did you finish school? Okay, well, yeah. Yeah, so that's a good thing, I guess, for a lot of the, probably a lot of the listeners now yeah. is that they'd be worried about their college, university, schooling, everything like that. Definitely. So I guess what's some words for advice there if people are stressing about their grades but want to get into entrepreneurship and accelerate I career. sucked at school. Yeah. I'm not even kidding. Like, I'm not saying it's like, you know, there's always these entrepreneurs out there and they're like, oh, I failed school, I was homeless in a car. No, it's not like that. I just sucked at school because I didn't find anything interesting. I didn't find... Uh, English interesting. I didn't find science interesting, math, all sort of stuff. And yeah, I, I left school at a young age, and um, I didn't go to university. Um, and and that's the thing about trading is the market does not care about your education. Yeah, it doesn't know exactly. who you are. It yeah. doesn't even know you're alive. All it cares about how patient are you and what strategy are you using. Exactly. What risk reward yeah. are you using? I relate a lot on a, a personal level with that schooling as well. I yeah. definitely had no direction in schooling, nor did I like any of it. And you'd be lucky to get me to school in a day. <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess, yeah, one of my main questions just from listening to that would be, um, did you really like think you could make or build millions through trading no. with markets? Like what, what sort of, I guess, what sort of mindset did you have going into trading? Did you think, oh, maybe it was just like a fun little thing that I could just throw some money in and make some money or like... Like a casino? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so when I first got introduced to it, um, I doubted myself. Well, I had a lot of self-doubt because obviously I didn't go to university. I didn't go to school. Um, I was never the greatest at you know, math and all sorts of stuff. And, and the thing is, though, a lot of creative minds aren't built for school. They're built to do their own thing. Yeah. And, and that's where I had to really struggle and find myself. It's like, you know, I've got a creative mind where this is my industry over here. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm made for trading. Yeah. I wasn't made for anything else, really, yeah. in my opinion. And, um, and so I started you know, with a lot of self-doubt. I never thought I'd be able to turn it into a lifetime career. Yeah. I thought maybe just a hobby, maybe a couple, you know, an extra $200 a week, an extra $100 here and there, an extra $50. Um, little did I know that I wouldn't, you know, turn it into a, a one day, a career where I'm, I'm making more money than I ever, ever yeah, thought sure, I could yeah. ever make. And I guess like as a young entrepreneur or a young person in general trying to figure out the direction, trying to understand themselves and understand different business methods and how they can build. I feel like a lot of successful people sort of don't real, like, realize they've actually picked up something that they could turn into millions of dollars, you know? I feel like a lot of people are too worried about trying to like trying to build something that they can yeah. um, sort of make millions throw it through, but they actually, what they can build is in front of them and yeah. it sort of just comes to them naturally in a way. And, and that's what happened to me with trading. You know, I was, that's the thing is, I was, I was always trying to find like, what this is while I was learning how to trade, I was always like, you know, what can I do for business? What can I do for, you know, yeah, I, want, yeah. I want to make my own business. Little did I know that trading was the business I had to focus on. Yeah. And it took me a while to figure that out, but I figured it out. Yeah. So I guess, um, I mean, you sort of fell into trading just out of curiosity, but if someone is listening to this podcast and interested, what are, like, what's some starting points or some advice for somebody who wants to get into trading? Um, do a bit of research first. Like, you know, don't go straight away and pay for education because it might not be for you. Yeah. Do some research first. Watch a few YouTube videos. Watch, uh, you know, go on, um, there's a good site called Investopedia. Tells you everything you need about, about trading. You know, learn what it is first. And if you think this is something you actually like, if you love looking at the financial markets, 
if you love looking at that and going, I want to make a career out of this, um, I mean, hit me up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not trying to plug yeah, myself here. Yeah. No, but, you know, not, not, not just me, but find, find a mentor you can trust. Someone who looks trustworthy, someone who's not, someone who's not flashing you the cash, yeah, but then yeah, showing sure. you what's possible. Yeah, I guess career. I'd just touch on that there. What are some of the... Um, some of the stereotypes when it comes to forex trading and actually like things to be aware of, you know, I, yeah. I know there's quite a big stereotype behind it, but what's some advice to anybody that just sees all the stereotypes on Instagram? Don't, don't get caught up in that because yeah. you don't know if they're real. Something yeah. I always say, if someone's flashing their cars around, they're showing you how much money they're making, they're not showing you how much they're losing, just how much they're making, they're, they're selling your product. Yeah, yeah. They're selling your product. You look at my Instagram, there's not much of that on there yeah, at all. Yeah. Um, it's like um, it's like that that meme that you, uh, not the meme. It's like that graphic that you always see going around on Instagram, where it's like Bill Gates and Warren Buffett. Yeah, it's like yeah, exactly. two hundred billion dollars combined net worth, but not a single Gucci belt exactly, inside yeah. and stuff like that. You and, know, and, like, and it's not to say that you can't achieve that through trading. Trust me, like you can achieve anything you want through trading. You can make millions of dollars. You can make billions of dollars. Yeah. you know, if you get to that scale. Um, but in terms of when you're looking for education. Maybe steer away from the people that are, you know, showing you, oh, I just made 15 grand, I yeah. just made this, I made that. Yeah. Um, I guess that's in a lot of industries as yeah. well, things to be aware of. Yeah, exactly. It's not, and it's not just trade industry, it's, it's a lot, like you said, yeah. Yeah. So, like, I guess when it comes to, like, the whole, like, the, the whole trading experience, what are your main, like, what are your favorite benefits and favorite things about trading, and what are some of the risks like anything in business, like, you know, there's always risk involved. What are some of the risks or some of the scary things that you don't like about trading? You know, yeah. I guess the main benefits is you can build a life like this, but what are yeah. some of the opposites, you know? Okay, so the main benefits are it's your freedom. Yeah. So the benefits for me, um, uh, you look at any single business in the world and every single business in the world, um, you know, you've got to put the time and effort into that. And, and trading, you have to. You have to put time and effort into learning. But once you acquire that skill say a year, two years, everyone, everyone learns on a different basis. Um, some people can learn it in six months if you're yeah, a good yeah. learner. Um, once you acquire that skill, it requires only literally 20 minutes of your day. That's it. 20 minutes of your day, big monetary returns, and there's, there's no job out there that's going to allow you 24 hours of your day yeah. for the money that you get. Right, most jobs out there. If you're running a business, uh, let's say you own a convenience store, you got to be in that convenience store running. If you own looking after staff and things like that. Yeah, you know, if you own like um, a construction company, you got to be in the office. You know, sure, you're making a lot of money, but you got to be there running yeah. the company, all that sort of stuff. You can't just go home and go holiday tomorrow. With trading, it's the opposite. The less time you put in, the more money you're going to get. People think the more money, the time you put in, naturally, because the more work you do, you expect to get more pay. But in reality, when trading, the less time you put in, the more money you're going to get because you, you know, you look at the chart each morning. If there's no trades, walk away. Come back the next day. If there's trades, set your trades. Go back. Um, you know, go come back yeah. the next day. Yeah. You don't have to sit there and baby your trades and, and watch the charts on a 24 basis. Because for me, I just look at it at the end of every day and yeah. see what the market's done throughout the day. And, and then, um, and then the downsides of it. The downsides. It's boring. One. It does get boring. Like, yeah, it's, yeah. like I know, like. Um, People like, you know, I want to, you know, I love the freedom and all sort of stuff. And don't get me wrong, it's absolutely amazing um, because then you can do other stuff. You can get a part-time job. You can, but you don't have to rely on it. You can create a business. But um, I think the downside, one, yeah, it does get boring eventually, the, the freedom. You feel retired. You feel like you're retired. Um, and, and 
you know, going to the cafe, going out to lunch every day gets boring and old yeah. eventually. And I guess the monetary risk involved as well. Yeah, the, the monetary world. risk. I was about to get to that as yeah. well. Um, there is, like every single business in the world, you're going to lose money, but as well make money. But I see with trading where a lot of people get wrong is they're risking a dollar and they might make 50 cents or they yeah. might make a dollar back. Whereas in reality, you're going to risk a dollar, make $2, $3 or $4 back. Bare minimum, $2 as I always say. I never risk a dollar to make $2, uh, a dollar. I always risk a dollar to make bare minimum $2, $3, $4. Ideally, I like to get three, four times return. Yeah. And, and that allows you to, um, you know, always be making more than you're going to lose. So it's like a business. Every business has their expenses, whether it's paying electricity, paying staff, paying rent for the building, paying, you know, stocks to sell on the shelves. Every business has expenses. The only expenses we haven't traded is our losses. And um, so the losses are the overheads. The losses are the overheads. Every time you take a loss, just think, okay, I just pay my rent for the building. Oh, yeah, yeah. I just pay my staff, you know, that sort of stuff. All about and the then, mindset. Exactly, all about the mindset. And then, you know, you might have a big run where you just make a big lot of money. You might lose a couple of little trades and you make a big lot of money. Yeah. Lose a couple of trades, but it's being able to survive those few losses to make the big returns, few losses, like, like any business out there. Yeah. And that's where people go wrong because they don't do that. They're, they're more so. They'll risk a dollar. They might have lost three dollars by now, and they see a dollar fifty there. They go, oh, "I just want to quickly take that." Yeah. When in reality, you have to sit through that and go, "No, I need to make back six dollars now, for you know, fifteen or something yeah. like that." So. All right. Well, that's yeah. That's a pretty great like inside scoop into yeah. the whole forex trading your career. I guess let's talk about some uh, some fun future projections. So, like, what are some of your goals right now? Whether it be materialistic, financially, or business. Like, what are some? What are your three main goals right now? Business. Um, I want to help people to, to realize that there's more to life than having to wake up on a Monday and drive to work, work for 9 to 10, 12 hours, and then drive back and do that every single day, five, six days a week, enjoy your Sunday, hate Sunday nights because Monday's about to go. I want people to understand there's more to life than that. There's, there's, there's a life out there that you can wake up do 20 minutes of work a day, go to Bali tomorrow. Yeah. We did that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we, we did that. Yeah, we did that. Um, <laughs> you know, I mean, it was 5 a.m. Yeah. And I was just like, Ben, wake up. Let's go to Bali. Yeah. And you're like, what? Okay, sweet. Yeah. And this... I want people to realize that's how life should be lived. Exactly. Your life should be your life. It shouldn't be owned by your boss or anyone else. If you exactly. want to go to overseas, if you want to go somewhere, you shouldn't have to ask anyone to be able to take time off to go do that. One, I want people to realize that. And two, I want people to realize that monetary reasons, you don't have to stress about money, right? Too many people stress about money because they've got one income. Yeah. They, they might make $800 a week. They're paying $400 a week rent. And um, they've got $400 left. And, and that's their only they got, man, I've got to survive now. I've got to buy yeah, food. Exactly. I've got to pay electricity. But if people had a secondary income, even if they're just making an extra two, 200 bucks a week, that's 10 grand a year. Yeah, exactly. How many people could do with an extra 10 grand a year? That's people's rent. Yeah. yeah. Um, even extra 300 bucks a week and then it scales from there yeah. next year you're going to be making more because your account grows you ask that you're going to be making more and more, more and eventually you'll come to a point where you're making more than your full time job and it's a long it's a, not a long process it's, it's a process but I want people to realise and that's why I started the Forex on One business is because it wasn't to benefit me for a monetary to for you know payments and stuff because uh, for people that don't know uh, for two years, I did it for free where I literally charged no one yeah. for education. 
we built up a big community, but um, eventually it started literally becoming a full-time job. Yeah, I'm like, exactly, yeah. I need to do something about this. Yeah, for sure. What's your, I guess, what's your third, um, what's your third future projection, future goal? Um, you know, obviously I want the materialistic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and, and, and don't get me wrong, like, you know, that, to me, I'm, I'm very smart with my money. If I have a million dollars, I'm not going to go spend $250,000. Yeah, let's actually touch on that. Let's touch on your thoughts on materialism. Materialism is great. It can right? it can get out of hand though. It can, it really can get, get out of hand. Yeah. So too many people, and I know too, I know a lot of people who have come to me to learn how to trade, and these people have Mercedes Benz. Yeah. They've already got the have it all. Belt. Yeah. They have it all. They, these guys look like they're doing good. Right? Yeah. They look like they're rich. They look like they're worth a few million dollars. They come to me and they go, "If I put ten thousand dollars credit in this, can, can I make money? Because I'm struggling." And I'm like. Struggling because I mean, look at the way you're living. You're making thousand dollars a week. Your expenses are fifteen hundred dollars a week. Yeah. And that's why I always see people. And this is where I, when I was younger, I would see someone from Mercedes Benz, and I'd go, "That guy is rich, man. That is yeah. awesome." Now I look at someone from Mercedes Benz. I'm like, "It's a bit of debt there. It's about one hundred fifty thousand dollars <laughs> debt there." I'm like, you know, and, and I'm not saying not everyone can afford it. Like, sure, there's people out there that can definitely afford. It. Of course, there are. But too many people will look rich without actually making the money yet. Yeah. They will spend two grand a week while only making a thousand dollars a week to impress the person next door. Yeah. But it's like the whole thing, you know, the, the millionaire next door, right? Um, for me, you know, people don't think I'm anything special and I still drive a twelve thousand dollar car, yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Exactly. Yeah, I can go I can go buy a Mercedes Benz. I can buy a Lamborghini tomorrow. Yeah. I don't because right now it's not as business expense I need. It's not yeah. an expense that I need in my life. Um and that's the thing where um, I learned a lot when I, I created business and started trading. Is I learned a lot to manage your money smart because if you're making $1,500 a week, 75000 a year, I'm pretty sure, um, you don't want to be spending $500 a week on a car. Yeah, exactly. Because that $100,000 car is going to snowball into $160,000 payments. You know yeah. what I mean? When you can afford the car three times, that's when you buy it. It's like that. Um, it's like that quote where it's just like most modern day people are, are working a job they don't like to buy things they don't really want to impress people they exactly. don't like. Yeah. It's such and a, I know, it's such I know a never ending cycle. I know, and it's sad to say. And I'm, and I'm not saying it's everybody out there, but I know a lot of people. I actually know more people who are in debt trying to look rich to impress people than that aren't in debt that yeah. are rich. You yeah, know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. Um, I know millionaires that drive Toyotas. And, and cameras and whatever else, but I also know people that are dead broke driving AMGs. You know what I mean? A similar a similar thing um, I wanted to mention in this is um, it's it's sort of on topic. Is that story you told me about the Rockefeller family um, about a nation of workers? Yeah, nation, yeah, John D. So, Rockefeller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, explain that because that's like one of the most. I was thinking about that earlier, things. but yeah, yeah. Um, I was thinking I'm going to be assassinated for saying that. Yeah. Yeah. It's the Rockefeller <laughs> yeah, family, right? Yeah, yeah. They control the world, right? Yeah. So tell so, me that story. Yeah. So the, you got the Rockefeller family. You got um. For anybody that doesn't know the Rockefeller family, they they, they basically run the world. They're, yeah, they they own the the banks, they own the oil companies, they own everything. Trillions right? of dollars worth of oil. This, this is the Rockefeller family, and then there's the um. Roosevelt. No, not Roosevelt. Roosevelt. Not no. Teddy Roosevelt. No, Teddy, yeah. <laughs> um, this other one, I forgot. Um, it'll come to my mind later. Yeah. So they got the other family, and um, and these guys, there's two big major families, and they and I'm sure everyone's heard of them. John D. Rockefeller. You look him up, and um. He said a quote straight from him, and it's about education. Is I don't want a nation of thinkers; I want a nation of workers. 
And he created the modern day education, didn't he? he? They, yeah. Well, he didn't create it, but a lot of those people, yeah, create, create the modern it, day yeah. education. For when they were building the factories. For when they were building the industrial age, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So um, the modern day education came from the industrial ages and all sorts of stuff. And, and when they were doing that, that's when they're like, we need people to stay in these jobs. Let's create jobs where they have to yeah, go back yeah. to these jobs. They're so taught, let's teach them. They're taught to be Yeah, let's teach them. Yeah. You have to be. And we did, a, actually, we did a video where, where we're talking about university. Nothing wrong with university. If you want to be a doctor, engineer, people have passions for that. Awesome. We need them. World necessities. Yeah, 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 we do need them in life. But something I always say is if you're just going to university or finishing school because you want to impress your parents, you don't really want to go. It's not for you. Yeah, you're going to be stuck in a miserable job that you don't want to do. You have to find something that you're passionate about. It could be anything. It could be it could be carpets. It could yeah, be a rug. Exactly. Create a rug company, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Optimism is very lacked in yeah. today's day and age. Being optimistic about situations. You can literally create an income out of anything. It's 2019, yeah. You can literally make money yeah. from your phone, anything like, like that. It's like crazy. You can literally, there's anything you can create an income from. And, and nowadays, you've got things like, um, another thing is right there is if you're struggling for money, go do Uber Eats. People yeah. won't do that because they're like, oh, I don't want to do Uber Eats. Yeah. Just go do it. You know? It's like what Grant Cardone said in one of his podcasts. Um, there's these people that are literally beggars on the side of the street that make more money than most yeah. people. And yeah. it's like they're not actually struggling, they're, they're just beggars. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. And that's the thing. That's is a way like, to make money. I know lots of people who are crying that they're poor and all sorts of stuff, but... They got an extra five hours a day. They're just sitting home watching Netflix. They're exactly, not going to yeah. go. You know what? I'm going to go to Uber driving for an extra exactly. two hours a day, make an extra hundred bucks a week, two hundred bucks a week. Um, you know, too many people complain about the problems, but they won't do anything to fix it. And that's where I, I like to help people change that mindset yeah. and go. You've got financial problems. I can help. Yeah, you know, sure. I can help. I helped myself, yeah. and I, everyone had financial. I had financial problems. Like when I was younger, obviously there's people out there that have much more. I was never home. It's nothing like that. No sob story, but um, you know, I grew up in a middle class family. I wasn't poor, broke, and all that. But yeah. um, you know, uh, it's 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 one thing, you know, to complain about your financial uh, situation that you hate your job, you hate your education, you you feel stupid, but to sit there and then go turn on TV and exactly, yeah, do nothing about not it, not do anything about it, yeah. yeah. So I guess to um to wrap up the podcast, sort of. Um, what are your, what are you, what's your advice for the younger people or just even people in general um, to sort of how do they sustain self-employment and building an income online? Like what are some smart moves, some advice to take away from this um, to sustain their life as self-employment or even just build it to self-employment? Build their start, life to self-employment. Start, start low. Right. If you have an idea, um, keep your job that you have now um, to create an income, obviously, so you're not stressing. Build your business up on the side. Don't, don't, if you have a spare hour each day, don't watch Netflix, spend it building up your side income. Or learn Because one day, yeah, or learn it, or learn a new skill. Um, because one day, you will be able to sit there and watch Netflix. Right? Exactly, right. Um, but you have to build up the side income. And two, don't rush. You get 18 year olds out there, you, you know, <laughs> yeah, that sorry. are stressing because they're not Guilty. millionaires yet. Yeah, you know, Guilty. But you have to understand that most people don't make a million dollars until they're in their 30s. Yeah. Um, or even later, 40s, 50s. Yeah. Everyone's got their own timeline. Yeah. And, and that's the thing is don't stress. Like if you're 18 and you have a passion and an idea and you think it's too stupid or too crazy, just do it. Yeah. You know, do it just anyway. do it because right. you don't know. 
me, I'd never thought I'd be working in the industry that I do. Yeah, for sure. I suck at math. Yeah. Right. And you don't need maths to do Yeah, you know, everyone thinks trading's numbers and things no, like that. No, you don't that, need to do um, exactly. I don't even look at any numbers. Um, yeah. And it, you just have to find something you're good at. And I hated school, but I'm educating people now. Yeah. Right. But I'm educating people that I have a passion for. That's the thing. If you have a passion for something, you have to do it. Yeah. If, you're, if you've got a passion for cooking, start your own cooking channel yeah. on YouTube, yeah. in your kitchen, making little recipes, um, podcasts, you're cooking podcasts, talk about recipes. Yeah, you know, exactly. Like yeah. It all starts from a little idea. Starts from a little spark in your heart. You go, I have really passion for this. I want to be a, a, an astronomer, right? Get a, get a telescope. It starts from that. Exactly right. Document yeah. your recording. You figure out your skills, figure out your what, what you love doing and try and find a way to monetize yeah. it because there's so many easy ways to monetize yeah. anything and, and you And for me, like, um, I always talk about, like, you know, I've got a passion for, I've got a big passion for history. If yeah. I wasn't trading, I'd probably be a historian, <laughs> an archaeologist. But That's I have a big, big passion for history. <laughs> you know, any spare moment I have, I'm reading about history. So yeah. I love education myself in history. You know, this, I'm always talking to you. Did you know yeah. that? Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If we go somewhere, all the countries know, and what, like, yeah, yeah, we're like when we're in Bali. Did you know this was that? <laughs> um, you know, it's something that I have a passion for, and that just comes down to I think me growing up in different cultures. I've got a passion for cultures. So. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, that's that's my my advice for young people is if you have an idea, go for it because if it fails, like you're, it, you're back from square exactly, one, and exactly. you never truly fail unless you give up. But now, give up. but now, now that you failed, you've learned something. I you failed know, for like, four years yeah. in trading. I, I didn't make any money for four years. I lost money for four years. Um, you know, well, for two years I lost money. Got myself a mentor after two years. I thought, all right, drop my pride. I'm gonna get a mentor. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And then yeah, I started learning. And Always I started, ask for help. Yeah, yeah. I, I asked for help, yeah. and then you know, I started making money from that. Yeah. And then so, two years I lost money. Uh, third year I sort of lost the break even. My my fourth year I was about to give up. I I said, you know what? Give myself one more year. I did it, and then I started making money. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So, yeah, I guess we'll wrap up the podcast there. Um, So there is your little glimpse, whether you're watching it visually on YouTube or if you're just listening, there is your glimpse into the life of a foreign exchange trader. Joe is based in the Gold Coast. You can find him at FXJoe underscore or at Forex101, our business. Um, But, yeah, I hope you guys really enjoyed listening or watching this podcast. Um, It is available on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, and YouTube. Um, If you did enjoy it, please share it around. Um, Check out youngtrepreneurs.com to learn more about our interviewees. And, yeah, I can't wait to speak to you guys in the next podcast. See you in the next one.